For the last several weeks, the readings that we've heard at Mass have shed light on the role of prophets. Uh, A prophet is a person who speaks on God's behalf. But a prophet is even more than that. A prophet represents God by the words they say and the way that they live. And through our baptism, we have actually been given this ministry. Every baptized Catholic is called to represent God by the way they live and to speak on God's behalf. All right? And we don't get a, a day off from this. Uh, being a prophet is something that we are all called to, and it's an obligation and a responsibility that we've been given. Uh, we represent God when we're in public and when we're in the privacy of our own homes. And a couple of weeks ago, we heard a rather challenging reading from the prophet Jeremiah. And we confronted the reality that sometimes prophets have to speak out against sin and injustice in the world. Jeremiah spoke out against idolatry, and he experienced a lot of rejection, a lot of persecution, not from strangers and not from uh, foreigners, but from his own family and friends. He experienced rejection. As prophets, we too will sometimes need to speak on God's behalf, even if it means that we'll experience rejection from close family and friends. Well, this week we see another dimension of the role that prophets have, which is to speak a message of hope when people need encouragement. The prophet Zechariah served as a prophet after a very difficult time for the Jewish people. All right, the Jewish people had been living in exile. They were actually sent out of their homeland. They were banished from uh, Jerusalem, and they had to live in a foreign land. And when they returned, their entire civilization was in need of rebuilding. So Zechariah spoke to the people in the midst of all of this, reminding them of God's power and reminding them that he would bring fulfillment to the projects that they were going to begin. Zechariah and his fellow Judeans came back to their promised land, and Zechariah told them to rejoice. A new age was on the way, and the promised Messiah was coming to set them free and to bring peace into the world. They simply needed to prepare a place for him. Now, as we live out our baptismal duty as prophet, we need to remember that it is also our role to speak words of hope to a world that is increasingly filled with doubt and increasingly cynical. We live in a world, and this has always been the case, where good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. And many of this causes us to question if God has turned his back on us. 
We ask if God is even paying attention to what's going on down here. If there's even a God at all. Life is difficult for so many people. There are many burdens that we all face. People are burdened by their health. They're burdened by their relationships. They're burdened by many circumstances that are out of their control. And they're burdened by sin, perhaps their own sin as well as other people's. Well, in the gospel, Jesus speaks to people feeling many of these burdens. And he says, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. And then he commands us to take up his yoke. And a yoke, I know most of you know this word, is a piece of farming equipment used to attach two animals together. So if a farmer needed to, to haul something heavy, if a farmer needed to, uh, to plow his field, uh, he'd sometimes need two animals, and the beam that would attach these animals together was the yoke. So what God's inviting us to do, what Jesus is inviting us to do, is bind ourselves to him, to attach ourselves to him, so that he can bear our burdens. And it is precisely in our weakness that God attaches himself to us. It's through those difficult things that life throws at us that God actually makes himself visible. When we're feeling life's burdens, those are so often the times that God draws close to us. And I believe this is true for a couple of reasons. First, I believe it's true because of what we see in the lives of the saints. All right, the saints that we have in our church's history that we celebrate, they did not have easy lives. They dealt with many, many difficult things, things that we might not have. And yet we see that in, even through these challenging times, they remained faithful and they became such profound witnesses of God's goodness. I also believe what I've said is true from my own experience. Now, it is a little uh, awkward for me to talk about uh, suffering and to talk about trials because I know that so many of you have experienced far greater trials than I have in my own life. I know that so many of you have, have suffered things that I have not even had to deal with. And so I'm aware that for so many of you, your crosses are bigger than my crosses. But I have suffered a little bit. I've gone through some dark times. And while I certainly would never want to go back and relive those moments, I can tell you that those dark times that I've suffered are the times when I've gone through the greatest growth. Those are the times where I've come to know God on a much deeper level. Those are the times where I feel like I've grown in patience, in generosity. Those are the ways in which I've, I've become more compassionate. That is to say, to draw close to people who are suffering 
and experience that suffering with them rather than uh, fall for the temptation of going the other way. It's in those times of darkness and sadness and grief where I've experienced maturity. God reveals himself to us in very strange ways. Jesus says it in the gospel. He says, Father, you haven't revealed yourself to the rich and powerful and the wise and the learned. You've revealed yourself to little ones. God reveals himself to us in strange ways, in ways that we least expect. It's those times where I've come to know God better. And I can say that this has been worth it. Knowing God has been worth those times of of difficulty, at least for me. And again, while I wouldn't want to go back and relive any of those things, now that I'm through them, I believe I've become a much more confident and faith-filled person. And it's because of those times that I can be a better witness to God's goodness, that I can look people in the eye and tell them that even in the midst of your sufferings, even in the midst of your challenges, that God hasn't turned his back on you. He's actually very close to you. It's because of those times of difficulty that I can hopefully witness to hope that, no, our suffering, these trials, are not going to last forever. God's going to use them to renew us, to give us knowledge of Him, knowledge of how He's at work in the world. And it's that that is going to enable us to build the kingdom of God.